You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Five, six, seven, eight. Holla, boys and girls, it's the BGN. Coming from the Marvel world to the DC friends. All the way from Hollywood to the PCN. She defends everyone from sleazy men. Won't apologize for spitting Shonda Rhimes. The space that we make is never colonized. We're talking games and movies and actors. Words. Better shake your booties for Black Girl Nerds. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Jamie and I'm your host along with Ryan and we are back. We're back for a BGM podcast extra. Of course, we cannot let this week get away from us without talking about what happened last night, and that is the Oscars. As you know, we always do some sort of Oscars podcast here at Black Girl Nerds, and this year is no different. But this year has been kind of a little bit different, given a certain slap that has been heard around the world, and Ryan and I are going to talk about it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this BGM podcast extra about the 2022 Academy Awards. Welcome to the Black Gunners Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and the slap goes to, right? Like, if you have been following any of the Oscar stuff today, that has been in the headlines and the news. Like, everybody's been trying to find a way to talk about this slap that went down between Will Smith and Chris Walk. So, hey, we're getting in our reactions and our opinions too. And when I say we, I have the head Black Girl Nerd in charge, Jamie, with me. How you doing, Jamie? Oh, it's fun to join you again. I feel like I'm, you know, finally getting my my muscles, you know, strengthened with doing these podcast episodes, doing Batman, now doing the Oscars recap with you. So I'm loving it. See, I'm glad because I'm a puller in. That gives me my invitation. You guys are pulling in for more stuff uh, so we can keep you guys updated because, you know, like bring you all kind of news and stuff and gossip. Like I, we're talking about the Oscars. This is the day after the Oscars, right? You know, usually you got the fashion, everything. The Oscars ratings haven't been so good lately, but y'all, it's about to change. It's about to pick up because all day, all the headlines, you guys know I do news when I'm not um, nerding out and the headlines, we're just trying to figure out a way to write. Like, how do we like meme? How do we put Will Smith slap in there? Because, you know, you can't use like certain videos from the Oscars. So they had to, everybody, like all the news stations had to get creative as far as like how they were going to work this in, how they're going to talk about this. So Jamie, for you guys, was live tweeting as she does all the time. She's been doing this for years for Black Girl Nerds, live tweeting the Oscars. So Jamie, tell us first, like, give your first opinions. I guess you could start too, like, overall, what did you think about the Oscars? What was the feel before we had this Will Smith moment? Yeah, so as far as, like, who won, um, there was really no surprises. Everybody that won uh, during the award ceremony, I pretty much uh, was... I I had predicted, I had my own predictions and we should have done a prediction show. So that way I'm not like capping on you guys by saying this, (laughs) but really, you know, everybody that won, I had predicted would win. So, um, yeah, I I think, I think the only one, um, drive my car for best international feature. I thought that Mm -hmm. that might've gone to the worst person in the world. But, um, other than that, uh, yeah, I was just like, yeah, it 
pretty predictable night as far as that goes. Um, other great highlights though was um, seeing Beyonce perform live. Hello, that was yeah, that was absolutely cool. amazing. Yeah, that was looking like tennis balls. Looking like a bunch <laughs> of tennis balls. I just who knew that she could make like tennis balls into like a moment like that's right. just only Beyonce. Only, only Beyonce can do it. Um, so that was that was great seeing that performance and then seeing wonderful, amazing hosts, Regina Hall killing it, Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer. I just love Regina Hall. Like I love mm-hmm. the fact that she's gone back to her comedy roots with her performance, um, you know, with her with her hosting abilities during this ceremony. And I'm I'm kind of gassing her up more because to me she was the funniest out of the three. I love yeah, Wanda Sykes. Yeah. I think she's a great comedian. I think I thought Amy Schumer did a good job, you know, love her or hate her. I thought she was uh pretty funny too. But Regina Hall was so hilarious to me. <laughs> like, can we talk about how she was really trying to find her man before this before the show was over with? I was like, she's working real hard on this. Yes. I mean, yeah, when she was like trying to cop a feel for Jason Momoa, that moment was hilarious. When she was dressed up as Tammy Faye saying, I want to be a crazy white lady, <laughs> that was funny. Um, <laughs> and then telling J- uh, Dame Judy Dench, you've had your moment. Like, I just, yeah, thought that yeah. I, she's just hilarious. And like, honestly, I think she should just host it by herself one year. Like, yeah, I, she should. I, I think she'd be fine by herself. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't even think she needs any co-hosts. I don't think she needs help. So fantastic. I, I actually really enjoyed overall, and I know we're going to get to the slap, but yeah, I think overall, um, the show was really good. Uh, the momentum was great. The sentiment that I got from Twitter, you know, I follow a lot of people that work in film and that are in the industry, people that are mm-hmm. actually filmmakers, uh, people that are film critics. And there were a lot of people that were not happy with, you know, the idea that the the Academy this year decided to cut a lot of categories out of the broadcast. Yep. So, you know, even though uh, they did mention it and they showed the people that won in these categories, they were pre-taped. So for example, Hans Zimmer winning for um, best score for, for doom. um, That was something that people wanted to see. Because he's, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and hopefully I got this right, and feel free to check me if I didn't, but I think it's the first time he's ever won an Academy Award in his like over 20 year uh, career as as a film composer. So people would have wanted to have seen that moment, even though he wasn't at the ceremony. Um, but that's just an example of you know these other awards that may not be as sexy as best actor and best supporting actress and you know best picture whatever um but like best sound best editing these are very important awards and these people that work in these industries um definitely add a ton of value to the filmmaking process so to not see their work recognized on the telecast was concerning um it didn't bother me as much as I saw it bother a lot of people but I get I get the frustration I get the frustration so that was that was what I was noticing on Twitter was like people was really salty about yeah why are they showing you know 
five minutes or 10 minutes of this sketch when they could have included all of these categories that they decided to nix from the broadcast and all this stuff. So yeah, that was oh, all. In. Um, I got my Google on. Apparently, I think this is the second one. I think he won for uh, Lion King in 1994. Oh, okay. See, I, I knew that I probably would. Yeah, I want you, you know, how, you know how it goes on social media. I ain't want you to get called out for that. And I was like, let me Google real quick and see what I can find. Okay, so it's his second award. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's still been a minute, though. And they got him, like, in his bathrobe with the Oscar. Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, pe- people were just in their feelings that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there were moments where they didn't get to see some of these folks uh, see their uh, see them pick up their awards. So, anyway. Now, was Samuel L. Jackson's, was that supposed to be on television when he got the honorary one? Or was that not supposed to be on there? Was that one of those ones they always do, like, off like uh recorded previously recorded or off like i guess not on air no that's always supposed to be on air oh yeah there you go yeah so that's what a lot of people took issue with um again for me it didn't bother me that much but i understand it like right right especially the purists out there especially people who've been watching this telecast for a very long time i get it um i don't know maybe i'm just trying to help a brother out because uh will packer (laughs) who will packer friend of the show we've talked to him before on black girl nerds this you know this is his first year producing the oscars and i know he probably took a lot of heat for Mm -hmm. uh, yeah for for this decision and i'm like i don't want y'all coming after him like that right Um, yeah oh yeah 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 you gotta protect yes it's not some it's not always their cause sometimes but yeah like jamie's saying it's kind of like you gotta ride in the middle you understand but it's like you know his first time producing there's time that you gotta put in the stuff so you know sometimes you got a time limit so yeah it's it's not always fair but you know yeah i'm assuming he was trying he was trying he was trying yeah and I think overall, because then I saw some really like superficial tweets like, oh, like what's up with the camera angles and the, the cutting was really bad. And I'm like, shut up. But, you know, <laughs> um, I love the fact that the show was really black. Like it was hella black. Yeah, like, it was. It was. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I was like, am I watching the right? Like I, I had to flip past the channel, flip back. I was like, am I watching the right thing? You open with Venus and Serena Williams, right? Introducing Beyonce. Then you have DJ Khaled come out on stage to introduce. Yep. The host. D nice in between breaks playing music. Yeah, and the music was banging. I was like, okay, they was playing like some uh, Lupe Fiasco. I was like, all right, this is this is what's up, you know. So. I loved it. I I, I thought the production was great. I, now, wait, speaking of music, though, let me ask you what you thought, because I saw these because, you know, we all like to get this show ready for you guys. We're going through like headlines, looking at where everybody's posting. So um, her and uh, Daniel Kaluuya came out looking fabulous, by the way. They look amazing. Yeah. Those colors. Um, oh, my God. Yes. But people are point people are pointing out that they play total Africa. Like, I don't know if it was as they were coming out or when it was like the moment like I missed. I wasn't paying attention because I was looking at them. Like I was paying attention more to what was going on. So I didn't hear, I didn't pay attention to the music, but people were talking about like how inappropriate some of these songs were. And I was like, I don't think I was listening to that. Oh my gosh. People got to stop this. Okay. First of all, I I did not pay attention to the music because I was too enamored with the beauty that is Daniel Kaluuya and her with those amazing colors that they were wearing. So I did not even pay attention to Toto's Africa, but so what? 
right yeah, first of all, that that song is my jam so like somebody, <laughs> somebody played that as my uh song if i'm presenting an award like i i, I don't care like what what is yeah i don't, I just thought i would point out some of the ludicrous stuff like i was seeing online like i was like i guess people have their right to their opinion and they feel how they feel but i was not even paying it i was like you i was just looking at all the fashion loving seeing all of this melanin all these black people taking up these this oscar screen that is that like rarely ever happens and so yeah. i wasn't even paying attention to it it's like people just want to be mad for no reason. Like, stop mm-hmm. it. It's it's okay to just enjoy the moments and rest, relish in good, positive things. It is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I had no idea about that. I was completely oblivious. I, again, I was too, like, hooked on looking at Daniel's colors and going, I love that color on him. And I like how he was like, hey, 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 because she went past the mark. I thought that was funny. I thought it was so funny because she was like her kid. She just kept walking because she was like in her flow moment with her dress. And she was like, I'm just going to keep going. You know, I don't see my mark over here anywhere. Now, what was your favorite who like as far as looks go for the night? Ooh. Do you have a favorite look? Who was um, the best dressed and who was the worst dressed? Oh, who was the Okay. I don't know her name because this wasn't even a, this. I, I think it was like it's probably some actors and actresses I'm missing that were worse dressed. But the, it's I always watch. Okay, I'm a I'm a huge like fashion nerd. When I love to watch the red carpet, like I'll start at six when I'm watching these things because I want to see the red carpet and everybody come in. So there's an inner there's an e host. I do not remember her name. I need. To, I'm gonna try to Google it. Like I'm gonna go over to you for your like best and worst dress, and I'm gonna try to find her name. She was. Okay. I don't know what she wears every time. Like she does all these red carpets. Um, and I don't know what she is wearing, but it just was not like her outfits are never flattering. Like I'm gonna find her name so you guys can know, but it's just never flattering. And it just sticks out to me because they're the ones that, you know, they like E always does like all the fashion stuff, like right before you get to like the nitty gritty of them getting into the interviews and everything. And they're always like breaking down what everybody's wearing. So I'm gonna find her name um, in a minute. So I'll let you guys know for sure. So she had to be my worst dress. I love seeing uh, Timothy Chalamet shut off his little bird chest. It was a bird yes. chest, but you know, he had it. He had a shirt going on. <laughs> that's that open shirt oh gosh yeah all right um, but so you know zendaya of course like when did she doesn't win you know when is it not a win for zendaya getting out there yeah zendaya looked amazing and can we bring bangles back please because yes yeah amazing absolutely um, um but what about you yeah zendaya number one i loved her i loved ariana debose's pantsuit i was just like okay that that was mm, a risk that yep, she took yep. And she nailed it. Like it looked absolutely fabulous. Um, so her look was absolutely stunning. I loved Zoe Kravitz and pink. She was giving me some like Audrey Hepburn vibes with her look oh, with the bangs. Yeah, yeah. So um, she really looked like her. Um, she was giving me like, um, oh gosh, now her name is escaping me. Natalie Portman. She was giving me Natalie Portman vibes in the Batman, to be honest. So I don't know. They they all kind of, <laughs> they're like doppelgangers or something. Um, but yeah, she looked good. As far as like worse looks go, I'm going to hate to say this. And I know people was really standing this look, but I was not feeling Kristen Stewart wearing shorts. I'm like, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, did you see the shoes it. though too? Like the shoes that went, I was like, no. No. Yeah, I'm like, that ain't it. Like, I know you're trying to be different. I, I know that you're trying to make a statement and all, but mm, nah, this you don't you don't wear that. You don't wear no shorts to the Oscars. You just don't. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm 
<laughs> I'm old school. But yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Wearing, and the shoes she was wearing was like, she was wearing pumps. So she was wearing shoes that you would wear with a dress. So mm-hmm. it didn't even... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she was she was missing on that mark. Yeah, I, I feel you on that one because I was people, like, people was loving doing? it though. It was they was like, they oh, was loving it. Oh lord, yeah, they were like, oh, we stand, Kristen. Oh, we love it. The shorts, you look good, girl. I was like, mm, okay, okay. I think I found her name, but I don't know if I pronounce it right. Uh, I think it's Zaina Roberts Razzy. But she does like, I don't know, like if you guys are, you guys got to really nerd out like me and be like watching like all the, like, cause I don't know some people, cause you can watch like the red carpet on both all the channels. Like you got ABC, CBS is usually doing their red carpet thing. Um, I, I think like, uh, I think Vanessa Hudgens was doing it for like ABC or something. But anyway, so she's the, she's the entertainment, uh, one of the entertainment journalists. Cause you know, they do this little circle thing where like ever since COVID, they kind of sit down, like they're not really out different areas. Um, except for the people that are like, they had a uh, Laverne Cox interviewing people. So she was the only one that was kind of out, out and about, but these hoes kind of like just sit in like a little semicircle and kind of talk about the outfits. And it's been the past two like award shows or like the war shows throughout, I'll say like the pandemic we've been having a look at. And I'm like, what is she wearing? So like, I don't know, you guys drop us a comment. If you know who I'm talking about, cause I get real into like the red carpet and the like, you start le- noticing like some of the presenters and, and journalists and stuff that work the carpets. So if you guys know what I'm talking about, but yeah, I, I didn't have any like, Kristen Stewart was one. I was trying to think there's another actor that really that really stood out to me. I was like, what is going on? The, the Wesley Snipes is one that I have questions about. He was wearing basically like Bermuda shorts. And um <laughs> I yeah, I'm I'm a little confused by his attire. Like I I can't say it's worst dress, but at the same time, it's not best dress. I'm just confused. I don't I don't know what look he's trying to go for. So that was weird. And yeah. one more to add to the best dress list was Simi Liu. Um, oh, yeah. In that red. That was the nice. Red, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, I see you. Mm-hmm. And I saw, um, oh, gosh, who was, who was, uh, who's the comedian? Why, why is her name like not even coming right now? Um, that he presented with. Let's see. Oh, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, like, like, I don't know why I was having a brain fart on that. But her, like, I love them, like, flirting back and forth. <laughs> hey, I, I, I think they should do a sitcom i said i said that when i was tweeting i was like they they should be like yeah i, I want to see a sitcom between these two like they yeah that that would be cool chemistry yeah mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. but yeah so yeah that's you guys let us know what your like worst dress was but yeah i think um and you know speaking of somebody else too and i think this will pivot us into the conversation that everybody wants to talk about everybody's yeah. on the headlines about um jada pika yeah. smith looked fabulous her and will smith looked fabulous yeah, but that's not what everybody was talking about. No, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> like, forget for a second, you guys. Forget about the winners. You know, let's we're gonna, yeah. but we will give them a shout out. Though, by the way, we'll let you guys. We will give them a shout out towards the end, just so they get the love. But everybody was forgetting, like when it was the headlines was flowing. It's all about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, and I was like, oh my gosh! Like, if the Oscars won a ratings. I'm pretty sure people just went back and played that video like at least uh, like a hundred or more times just to see what all went down, see if they could catch him cussing and everything. Because I think I think they cut it, try to cut it out or or something like that when it first happened. But yeah, Jamie, do you, do you want to take it? Like I'm trying to pull up to like uh, one of the the sites. Um, I think I'm on like Huffington right now. I'm just trying to put like pull up the exact quotes and stuff that were said. If you want to kind of jump into what you were seeing because you're watching it live. Yeah. So when I was live tweeting it, um, I didn't know what the hell happened because 
he, you know, Chris Rock went ahead and presented for best documentary. And then all of a sudden there was just like, you saw Will Smith go up there. You hear the sound. It sounded like a punch. Mm -hmm. So, and, and he swung at him. And then I was like, okay, that's a weird sound effect. (laughs) Um, And then, um, and then it was just silence. And I was like, okay, did something happen to my TV? And I tweeted about it. I said, you know, what's going on with my TV? Did anybody else have this problem? And everybody else was saying the same thing. And then next thing you know, the the responses I was getting was, um, you need to check out the uncensored version. And then I got a link to um, an uncensored clip that was actually in Japan, because I guess they were simultaneously, yeah, telecasting this in Japan. And um, yeah, you actually heard the real exchange that went down. And I was like, whoa, whoa, that was wild. So yeah, if you want to give people the play-by-play of what actually happened. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so similar to what Jamie's saying. So Chris Rock came on stage, he's presenting um, uh, Best Documentary, which by the way, uh, summer of love is that right or love is that the name of the summer of soul, right? uh, summer summer soul. soul. yeah i want to make sure i give them props because actually they did win so it was super awkward for that film that won because it was a cool moment but it was like everybody was still like well what the heck just happened between right. will smith and chris rock so i just want to give that a little love for that film uh, by the way too um but anyway so yeah chris rock is presenting this award so before we even get to like him presenting the award and what award he was even getting to, you know, Chris Rock is a comedian. And by the way, I kind of miss like the Chris Rock from like, um, if you think about when he did, like he did a documentary about hair and yeah, that kind of Chris hair. Rock, like back in the day was to me was cool. This Chris Rock, I don't know what's happening to me. And I don't know, like, correct me if I'm wrong, Jamie, if you think of something to me, this Chris Rock feels different. Like something doesn't feel quite as like something feels different. And I'm like worried that he's going to like similar to this incident that he's going borderline too far sometimes that he didn't used to do. Like he, to me, he used to have like, he used to be funny, but to me, he used to have a cap. Like there used to be a line. And I'm, I'm worried that he's getting too drawn into like, you know, the gossip or, you know, whatever's going to sell something because he had to know what he was doing. Because um, if you go even further back, before I like really break down this moment, um, 2016, I forgot when he was hosting, you remember, he kind of made a dig at um, Jada Pinkett Smith when she was boycotting, because you guys remember, it wasn't, um, they didn't have barely any or no, probably no black nominees when he was hosting. So she took, he took a dig back at her at like 20, in 2016 about this. So I think in this was like a kind of a history going on between them that maybe nobody really paid attention to at the time because they're like, okay, he's a comedian. He's making a joke. You know, she's boycotting this. Everybody knows in the news. She's boycotting the Oscars for a good reason, right? Not like it was a bad reason, but something is still going on with them, uh, uh, you know, apparently from this moment. So yeah, um, yeah go ahead, Jamie. Oh, no, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, so, but yeah, so real quick. Okay. So he comes out on stage, he's going down. Now, mind you, all the other jokes he's making are not really that bad. Like he's talking about um, Penelope Cruz and her husband, which I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now, which I have to find, but he just made a joke about, okay, they're both nominated in the same category. They really want Will Smith to, to win. Um, he made another, uh, let me see. There was another joke he made about, or he talked about Denzel being in Macbeth. Um, he quoted a line from another movie, you know, all of these jokes are not really, it's not, you know, it's like nice, easy, fun, easy going fun. And then he gets to Jada Pinkett and I'm like the way he delivers. So the line was, uh, Jada, I love you. GI Jane too. I can't wait. Can't wait to see it. 
is the line that he delivered to her. And it was just like, if you think about all the other jokes that came before that line, none of them really would pack a punch. Or if you knew like what was going on with Jada Pinkett, you knew he was going too far. It was like he did. It was like he was trying. He was getting laughs. So it was like he was like, okay, let me see how far I can go. Let me keep it going. And, you know, in a lot of in the back of a lot of people's head, I know in my head now knowing the, the research on it, was he doing that on purpose because he know there's a history with with him and her? Like if he was he trying to see how far he could go to try to take a little dig? Um, but the 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 whole thing here, the way everything was left besides slap, everybody's like, what is going what is going on? If you don't know, Jada Pinkett, um, she is struggling with alopecia. It's an autoimmune dis- disorder, which causes bald spots and hair loss. And she's been like very vocal about it. She's been on social media about it. I'm pretty sure she probably done some on probably on Red Table Talks about it as well. And so, you know, she's been, spo- she's been you know, sporting the bald head. And I mean, it looks great on her, if you ask me. But I think he was just like, I don't know if he just saw a moment, like everybody's just out of the house. You know, they don't have to be cooped up. And I don't know if he was just like trying to see what he could do or try to see where it was going to go. And it just went left. Like, and you can see like Will Smith um, kind of looked like he was somewhat smirking, laughing at first. And then you turn over, you see the camera pan over and you see the Jada Pika's not feeling at all. Like there was no laugh. She was like kind of rolling her eyes. Um, you know, she just looked disgusted. And I don't know what happens when they cut the camera. You know, obviously you cut back to Chris Rock um, and there's this little gap in between there, this little silent moment. So you don't know if something else was said, like Will Smith was really seeing how hurt she was. And he was like, okay, you know, this is my wife, somebody I love, obviously I got to do something. Because we did see him kind of look like he was, you know, he was going to be going to laugh it off. Like, okay, everybody's going to keep making comments about her, you know, about this disorder, which they shouldn't be. But, you know, you know how it goes with people and that kind of stuff. And when celebrities open their world up like that. Um, And so, yeah, I just I don't know, like what happened between that camera cut and and coming up. And then you see him say, oh, here comes Richard or whatever he said, what Chris Rock said as Will Smith approaches the stage. And it looks very like if you don't know any context behind it and you just see them walk up on the stage with the slap. It doesn't look, it looks like them beating actors kind of playing around with each other. It doesn't look real at first because it's like the open hand slap. Like Jamie says, you hear the pop on the mic, but it's not like he like, it's not like he punched him, punched him and laid him out on the stage. So it looks very like harmless and funny to start. And so you see like all the, the, you know, like the speech that comes later, um, the shock on the audience's faces, like they got everybody's reactions. Like there's memes about like almost every audience member, every celebrity reaction to it. Lupita's looking like like you can see Lupita behind Will Smith and she's like her look goes from like okay what's going down I'm also wondering if it's like you know because it's the academy it's a lot of white people and a lot of white actors actresses in the audience that probably didn't understand what was going on would it have gotten this big you know without their reactions as well you know but I don't know it just looks if you if you know none of the history if you just see Will Smith walk up on the stage just like like I said it's like an open hand slap you do hear the pop they cut out what he actually says when he comes back to his seat. Um, if you weren't watching it live, or like you said, it, I think the clip has been going around. Like some people were able to catch the clip, like Jamie was talking about, that actually has the words that Will Smith said. But I was just feeling as it was very like, you know, playful between them. And you can see Chris Rock and Will Smith doing this if you don't know the history he has with Jada Pinkett Smith. But then when you see the tears and there's like a moment off to the side when Denzel Washington and Tyler Perry talking to Will Smith, you're like, oh crap, okay, this got real. And we didn't know like what was all going on, but I'm going to stop talking and let Jamie, um, cause I know Jamie has some, uh, stuff that she's some receipts, so to speak, some stuff she's been seeing on social media about what people are thinking as well. Yeah. So here's my whole take on the situation. I mean, number one, there's no excuse and there's no reason that anyone should put their hands on another person period. Right. Point yeah. Blank. 
Um, I get the fact that he was insulted, that he insulted his wife, and that that is a very sensitive thing um, for Will Smith, given Jada Pinkett's Smith's condition. Um, but you don't physically assault another person because that leads to consequences. I mean, lucky for Will Smith, Chris Rock chose not to press charges, but he is very well within his rights to do that. So that's number one. Now, I do empathize with Will Smith's outrage. I think that uh, Chris Rock was out of line by making another joke, another dig at Jada Pinkett Smith, given that this is a history. I didn't know that until someone had tweeted at me that, you know, that he had done this before during the Oscars. So apparently that this is a thing where he likes to use the Oscars as his uh, uh, stage to do digs over at Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, But I, I don't think that's cool. But there's a way to handle it. You be a man you be professional about it. You take him aside. I mean, probably I'm thinking, and maybe he didn't, obviously, if Chris Rock is still doing this, you know, as of yesterday, but um, I'm thinking back in 2016, when he had said what he had said back then about her, that he should have taken Chris Rock aside and said, hey, listen, don't insult my wife. You know, you, if you do that again, there's going to be consequences to that. You know, whatever, whatever means, you know, he's going to use to threaten him or whatever without actually causing physical harm, Um, you know, do what you got to do. But obviously he didn't have a conversation with Chris Rock to where Chris Rock thinks it's cool to just continue to dig. Cause I don't get the sense that Chris Rock has an, an evil, you know, spirit about him. I, I I think that at the end of the day, Chris Rock is really just a comedian. Like, I mean, I've seen him in interviews. I've, I've seen his comedy concerts. He's not, to me, that kind of guy that's just got this nasty spirit about him. So um, it wouldn't make sense to me that Will Smith had a conversation about don't insult my wife in 2016. And then Chris Rock turns around and does it again. Um, but because he failed to do that, now we're where we are today. So it's really unfortunate that Will Smith did this because, in my opinion, he ruined the entire evening for everybody else. And by everybody else, I'm really specifically talking about the Black actors that won that night, including himself. Uh, Questlove, who I've interviewed for you know, Black Girl Nerds, for his Summer of Soul documentary, that whole moment was robbed. I mean, his whole, you know, he had a beautiful moment that nobody paid attention to because they were such, they were caught up in all of the fervor and controversy behind what had just happened seconds before he had won that Oscar. And that's just really unfortunate. And right now, you know, even here we are talking about it. And then there's, you know, many other news outlets and influencers and bloggers and such talking about it. But there's three black people that won awards last night and nobody's talking about that. (laughs) Everybody's talking about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. So it's just unfortunate that the whole situation is completely tainted by Will Smith's um, very... Um, irresponsible actions 
because it's just, uh, it, it, it was completely preventable. It was completely preventable. And it's like, dude, you're doing this on national television in front of millions of people in front of your peers. You know, these are people in the industry that you want to work with in the future. And this is, you're going to let your outrage get the best of you. So that's my take on it. I don't think he should have done it. I understand his outrage. I don't condone it, but he, he should have been able to handle this like a man. Yeah. I mean, and, it, and it's sad too, because some people are, because I'm, I'm with you, like, as far as like, you don't ever need to put your hands on somebody because you never know how it's going to escalate. Right. Um, we're, we're over here talking about how there's so many black people at the Oscars, you know, they wait for these moments to happen. They think we're already associated with that kind of stuff. Um, you know, bringing this to, to this kind of event. So it's kind of like, uh, is there another way to handle this? Yes. You know, what was happening? I'm just, I'm just, I, I don't know. It's a, it's just a lot. Cause it's a lot of people in this scenario that you, that you know, are not just vicious people. Like don't just go around just hitting people. Um, I don't think Chris Rock was trying to, is not, I don't think he's like a bully where he just goes out and just tries to find something just to say, I don't think he was trying to be a bully. I think he, like you said, he was being a comedian. Should he probably have read the room better? Probably, you know, should him and Will Smith have probably have a conversation. Like you said, after the 2016 happened, um, you know, incident happened where he mentioned Jada Pinkett, probably, you know, it's a lot of those things where it's like, nobody uses their words and everybody's just going to keep you know, going on the same path. And it's like, it's, uh, you know, it's funny games until it's not right. Like everybody will keep laughing about the joke until it goes too far. And it's like, well, we should have addressed this. Um, like Jamie is saying years ago. Um, I'll just share a couple of like the tweets from, from certain people. Um, the Academy said the Academy does not condone violence of any form tonight. We are delighted to celebrate the 94th Academy award winners, um, who deserve this moment of recognition from their peers and movie lovers around the world. Um, Will Packer said, well, I said it wouldn't be a boring Oscars. So I guess he, <laughs> I guess he handled it his way. Um, and then Jaden, I was surprised Jaden said something because sometimes the kids kind of like to stay away from, you know, they don't really want to get caught up and all that kind of stuff. And we know Jaden and Willow are very much in this industry as well. And Jaden was like, well, and that's that's how we do it. And he said, my dad's speech made me cry. So, you know, he's kind of handling his own way. I didn't think I don't think um, I didn't see anything from Willow. Um, Cause I think they all kind of did like a, everybody goes to the um, uh, what's the after party. I think it's the, is it the variety after party? It's the, the after party. Go say it again, Jamie. Vanity fair. Oh, vanity fair. So yeah, they were all headed to the vanity fair. You see like a picture of all of, they all like pose for pictures and everything on the carpet. So Jaden and Willow were there. Um, Trey was there as well. Um, so um, I don't know, you know, I don't, I didn't see any tweets from them. So I don't know how they felt about it. I'm sure it was kind of like a lot of people asking stuff and it might've not made the party, you know, as comfortable. So who knows how that went, but um, yeah, it was just interesting kind of seeing Jaden's take on what his dad did, um, you know, and just him being like young in the business and still starting out. And, you know, I'm sure there was like a lot of explaining that had to be done. Cause you don't want like the different generations to take this as, you know, this is what is allowed to be done, which I don't think Will Smith did. I think he's like, um, I'm forgetting the, like the exact quote what he was talking about when Will Smith does give his speech um, and I'm trying to see if I can find that for you guys but when he, um, when uh, Will Smith gives his speech talk about how Denzel told him that you know when you have that moment of greatness evil tries to sneak up you know in so many worlds I'm paraphrasing of course but he's right like you have to be careful in these moments when you shine like this when the spotlight is on you you can't let like you know I Jada just looked like she just could sink in her seat 
from what he said, but you have to be able to take like, you know, and I can't imagine how that's like, I guess you don't know how you're going to react. I mean, you hope you react smart. Like Jamie has given us the, of how this should have been handled, like how it should have played out, um, yeah, you know, I mean, before this. Yeah. I mean, the, the quote was, which uh, by the way, I feel like this quote is really speaking to me because I've pretty much been down this path. But um, the quote that Denzel said to Will Smith is at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. And Mm -hmm. that is so true. Mm -hmm. You know, that when you become successful, when people see that you are on an upward incline in your career and your path and your relationships, people will do their darndest to bring you down. Yep. To bring you down and you can't fall into the trap of letting people sabotage you like that. And I I think that Will kind of did that. He kind of, you know, I, you know, maybe he was talking about Chris Rock when he made that statement about the devil. I, I don't know, but don't, if you know that to be a fact, don't let those people trap you you know, yeah. Be, yeah. be bigger than that because yes, there people are going to try to come for you as soon as you get bigger. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's again, uh, you know, not to beat a dead horse, but it's an unfortunate situation. But one thing that I found that was very funny <laughs> was people's reaction to <laughs> yes. black girl nerds. Um, when we, <laughs> When we decided to comment on it, uh, Giandra, who is a TV journalist for our site, she wrote an article. Uh, you guys should check it out when you get a chance called Will Smith Said Enough is Enough on a Night Where His Talent Was Enough. And she's not defending his actions. She's, she's really not taking sides. Um, but she's just talking about, you know, how men and Black men um defend their women how they choose right, yeah. to defend their women and it's important to even focus on race like some guy tweeted to me saying is this really about race isn't it this just about like you know comedians and and just you know the uh going past a, a certain borderline or whatever and i'm like I think we can talk about race in this context because mm-hmm. black men in Hollywood are treated significantly different <laughs> than yeah. white men in Hollywood. So I, I, I don't think we should lose that nuance here, but um, she just talks about, you know, how black men um, defend their women and are protective of their women very much like how Richard Williams and King Richard was like that with his family and with his daughters. Um, And maybe Will Smith, because obviously he did such a good job in this role, he ended up winning the Oscar. He really took a lot of that in him when he embodied that role of Richard Williams. And he feels that way about his children, about his wife, because I can't imagine being in a position like Will Smith and like people are talking about your family 24 seven. I mean, can you imagine you go on the internet, you Google your son's name or your daughter's name, and they're just saying the nastiest things about you online. Yeah. It had to boil over at that moment. Probably. It's, it's gotta be bad. I mean, it's one thing Googling your own name, which I've done and it's, I don't recommend you guys do it if you do, but I mean, (laughs) when you Google your name and you see some, some foul stuff coming up, that's one thing. But then when you're Googling like your kids, you know, or your spouse's name, Mm -hmm. that's like on a whole different level. So I can really empathize with him wanting to be, um, 
that father bear, so to speak, and protect yeah. his kids. Yeah. Um, but this this person kind of came at you know black girl nerds on Instagram and was like, "Oh, you're defending you know his Neanderthal ways of being violent towards <laughs> Chris Rock," and and I'm like, people do not read anymore. People they are don't, so yeah. caught up in emotion. And then I think that they had um, uh, they had screenshotted uh, the post that I had put up congratulating Will Smith for winning the Oscar and got upset about that saying, how can you represent Black feminism and Black women when you're celebrating this? Number one, we're always going to celebrate Black excellence here, Black girl nerds. So yep. um you know, he is the fifth black man to win an Oscar in Oscar's 94 year history. I'm not going to ignore that just because of a moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that that's the problem with us as a society. We're so quick to write people off when they have a moment of weakness, when they have a setback, when there's a shortcoming in their life, we're just ready to cancel them, write them off as if like, that's it. They did one wrong thing. You know, and it's like, okay, well, he who is without the, he who is without sin, cast the first stone. What kind of skeletons do you have in your closet? What things have you done that you could be written off for? So it's just, it, it really frustrates me that people want to be so easily offended in our society. And they want to just focus on this knee jerk reaction and focus on the emotion of it all and not think about nuance not think about, let's have a conversation about this. Let's see that there's actually two sides to a situation that maybe there is no black and white here. Who's to say Will Smith is wrong and that Chris uh, Rock is right or vice versa. Maybe both of them are wrong here and both of them are right in some sense. It's okay to have nuanced conversations. And it's just, it frustrates me that we've lost the art of nuance when having a dialogue, when things become controversial, when there's issues that arise, people just want to be offended. And if you don't agree with their opinion, then they jump on the bandwagon filled with other people's opinions that align with theirs. And then that's it. They don't want to have anything to do with you. So I just wanted to address that because it's just like, really bothersome that people want to like all of a sudden cancel Will Smith because of this moment when he's done so much for the film community, for his work as an actor, as an entertainer. And because he has this moment, which I'm not condoning, I, again, I've already stated, he should not have done that. I'm, I'm going to still celebrate, like I can celebrate him winning an Academy Award and being good in King Richard and also condemn him for slapping Chris Rock at the same time. Like it's possible, guys. Right, right. Yeah, it's definitely possible. And two, and another point I want to add it to when you talk about like feminism and, and women having to defend themselves, I don't think, like, I don't know what happened when the camera panned and I don't know if they're releasing other stuff, but she didn't, I don't think she asked him to do anything. It's just when you, when you look over and you see somebody you care about, it could be, a, you know, a family member, um, um, you know, a wife, a spouse, um and you see them hurting it's like sometimes you just go with your gut reaction i'm saying it's right but he looked over and saw like how much pain she was in and how that's been like a sore subject like it's like sometimes you could take certain jokes and we all know we all have that button where it's like we can't get over that one thing and somebody presses that one button that we're you know you're trying to avoid or you're trying not to get 
you know, um, you don't want anybody to call attention to it. And you can tell that's still a sore subject for her. She's working through it because she's on social media and talking about it and, you know, bringing awareness to it. But you can see her whole demeanor, like her whole body, like her everything just dropped. Like she could have just sunk by like how hurt she was by the comment. You know, that other people were like in the audience laughing because they have no idea, you know, or they don't understand something she's going to that it was personal for her. Um, and, you know, like like Jamie keeps saying, not nobody is condoning him putting his hand like anybody putting their hands on anybody. There's always a way to like talk first and say, you know, explain, use your words first. You know, like we all forget. That's what you learned growing up. But we all forget it sometimes because like that emotion just takes over. But, yeah, I mean, um, and, and then it's also the fact, too, of I just want to point out too, um, piggybacking off of what Jamie said, when you think about like the year of the, the whole year of Oscars and they're still like first of this you know, first of that, um, especially when it comes to people of color um, and to not celebrate that, I think it just can't happen because there's so many films Will Smith has done. And just like, this is a remark. This is an amazing film. If you haven't seen King Richard, go out and see it. But there's other, you know, if you think about Pursuit of Happiness, maybe, um, you know, Ali, like other things where he's been nominated, but he hasn't gotten an Oscar. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I understand why Denzel said that comment to him, you know, because... People were coming after Will Smith when he got cast for the role of Richard Williams. I remember seeing the discourse on social media saying, oh, he's too light skinned and Mm -hmm. he can't play Richard Williams. What what are they doing? This is colorism, blah, 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 blah. And yes, there's a conversation to be had about colorism. Trust me. I I think I agree completely that there's a huge colorism problem in our uh, industry. Mm -hmm. But there are circumstances involving the production of this film which is the reason why will smith was cast in the role number one he's the executive producer number two the williams sisters wanted him to be in the role of richard williams so the fact that people are getting all upset over something that's already been signed it's already been (laughs) the deal's already been done right exactly and, and they're coming after him it's like from the start, like the, 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 the demons were kind of after him on this. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's actually kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of beautiful when you see how it turned out full circle that he ends up winning an Academy award for the very role that so many people doubted that he would do well in. Absolutely. Kind of goes back to uh, our last podcast when we talked about the Batman, Mm -hmm. you know, with Heath Ledger, like people doubted him for so long. And, you know, unfortunately he didn't live to see it, but posthumously he ended up winning the Academy Award for that performance. So, um, it's always when people doubt you. Yeah, people, there's, that's why I don't put my, I, I don't invest uh my faith in people you know I I have a higher power who I call God and that's who Mm -hmm. I put my faith in like I I can't do that because if you do because people are fleeting you know there's people that support you one day and love you and are here for you and then the next minute you know they're gone you know oh yeah or you know they stab you in the back or what have you so it's like you know you can't um you can't invest in people to the point where you rely on them to mm-hmm. boost you up. You've got to look at a bigger, you've got to look at a bigger picture when it comes to that. And I, i I just give Will Smith so many props to where he is today. I mean, he's obviously very successful because he's got, you know, a family that he cares about. 
I don't know what his faith life looks like, but he's obviously doing something right to where right. he's making some really good choices in his career. You know, he's got that show Bel Air that he uh, helped produce that's, you know, doing very well on Peacock TV. So um, I, I just, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm here to give Will Smith props, but again, I don't condone him hitting Chris Rock. I'm, uh, I, I just, I, be- I always believe the best about people before just saying, oh, you know, he's a ter- he hit him. He's a terrible person. We should right. never, ever support him ever again. He's canceled. Bye. Yeah, we love to cancel. Yeah, you love everybody yeah. loves to cancel and don't and like and, and let's not forget too, guys. I mean, part of the problem here, or part of the, I think part of the problem in society just in general is when you don't come back and admit you did something wrong. He let's not forget he came in that speech and he was like, okay, I shouldn't have done that. He realized, like, I know everybody just wants to focus on the slap, and then that was it, and you know, try to cancel people from there. But he came back and realized where the mistake was, what he did. And I'm sure he's like thinking back on it today, like, because I'm sure everybody's in the space about it, trying to ask him questions. And I'm sure he's like, I shouldn't have did that. Like I had a this was my moment to finally sink in. You know, he's done like hella films and just to be able to sink in the moment of finally getting the Oscar. And oh, yeah. um, I mean, he's you know, have to live with this pretty much for the rest of his right, life. This right. Is, this is a moment that is a part of his legacy now. So yeah, he, he's definitely gonna have regrets, but that's the thing about when you make mistakes, you 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 learn from it, and hopefully he does learn from it, yeah. and then he's able to grow from it. But I, it's just, uh, I I just I don't like the way people react when. Mm-hmm someone does something uh that they may feel offended by without trying to understand the reason behind the thing that they're offended about like let's really deep like dive deep into why will smith did what he did let's dig into those layers a little bit and understand him as a human being because we're all human beings we have imperfections we have flaws we're not perfect so let's dig into that a little bit before we just write another human being off like they're nothing and that they're worthless. Like that's the issue that I take. So like when I see people attack, you know, our publication and say, oh, you're supporting a man that's being violent towards another man. No, I'm not. Pay attention. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Pay attention to nuance. Pay attention to the article. Read the article. And also understand that we're celebrating his wins but we can also criticize that what he did was wrong. And we can do that at the same time. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. It is totally possible, guys. Try it. I mean, yeah, you know what? That's a mic drop moment for me. You know, we could do a whole episode on, because you're you're totally right. It's just like, there's so much judgment because we get, I don't know. I don't know if it's because we get information so quickly, because, you know, there's all sort of apps and social media where you can get just a little snippet of the story and nobody's really explaining anything. So maybe that's what it is, but it's just so, it's just so much quick judgment these days without getting both sides of the story, without hearing somebody out. It's just, you take it, you make it a meme and nobody wants to hear the explanation behind it. You know, it's just ready to hit that cancel button. And it's like, seriously. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I I apologize. I I don't want to sound too biblical here on this podcast. Okay. No, take them to church. Go ahead and take them to church. I don't sound too theological, but I mean, it is biblical. What we are seeing right now is the last days. Um, In the last days, there will be famine. There will be pandemics. We have pandemics happening right now. Mm -hmm. There's going to be nations against nations fighting each other. 
literally Ukraine is fighting Russia right now. Yep. Yep. Um, so, and then in the Bible, it says that many people will be offended. Well, where are we now? Everybody wants to be offended for no reason. Cancel culture is like all the rage. So, you know, the sign of the times are here. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's, it is biblical. Like it, you know, God wasn't kidding. Like that, this yeah, is yeah. actually happening. And, and, um, you know, people, people are going to be offended and it's, it's a shame. I, I, I feel sorry for people that want to focus on the negativity of things all the time, instead of just actually wanting to understand human beings as they are. Um, but you know, all I can do is like, just stay away from those people because I know that those people are not supposed to be a part of my circle. So yeah, you got to watch the inner circle who you hang around, um, give each other a little bit of grace. You know what I mean? Just, just calm down a little bit. It's a lot going on in the world. Um, we need to stop jump, jump into judgment so quickly on everybody. Um, you know, and then, and then sometimes too, I'm noticing, um, you know, when you're, when you're doing, when you're a journalist, when you're on the side of things, just if you're just one of those people that just take in so many, so much information throughout the day and just pay attention to details. There are a lot of people that are getting canceled and, and people going this way, another way, you know, worried about Will Smith slap and, and, you know, people supporting him over here for his win, but you're not paying attention to this other stuff going on in the world that people do need to be canceling on and do need to be bringing light to, um, you know, because we just, we just grabbed that one little thing. And I'm telling you, like, if we continue to that, like tunnel vision, you know, Jamie was already preaching to you and drop and mic dropping, but I'm just, if you guys have that tunnel vision on all the information that's coming at you one time and you don't know how to distinguish like one from the other, like, um, you know, and just, it, it's just a lot going on. That's all I'm gonna tell you. So make sure you're taking all your information and pay attention to what's going on around you and not worry about so much of like, you know, this moment is going to be, you know, we're talking about it now. This moment's going to be gone. But there's other things that people need to focus on, you know, and worry about canceling those things. That's all I'm going to say, because I don't want to put any, you know, ideas in people's head and make them form their own, you know, form your own opinions. But there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of things going on in the world. So I'm just saying you might want to direct your energy more that way. That's all I'm going to say on that one. You know, I mean, it might not be, you know, mo- mostly Chris Rock and Will Smith. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, if anybody needs to be canceled, it needs to be some of these uh, members of Congress and these. Right. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we want to get political on you guys, but I'm just saying, pay attention. I'm just saying. I mean, there's people that's writing legislation that's anti-gay legislation, trans bills. And those are the people that need to be canceled. But yeah, y'all trying to be focusing on, you know, these celebrities that don't have any kind of real power. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just pay attention. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's cool. Have your fun with your memes and everything. We're not trying to get, you know, we're not trying to knock all that, but just, just be aware. That's all we're trying to say is be aware that there's other more important things and, and why you're taking out right. And why you're taking in all this information, just focus on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jamie, you have any, any, other little nice little bows you want to, cause we do want to give the winners here some shouts out, you know, cause they've been kind of yeah. overshadowed throughout the show, but Jamie, you have any last words you want to say about it? Absolutely. So um, I just want to say Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye. So Mm, I saw this movie. um, Oh, gosh, I'm trying to remember when I saw it, but it it was not too long after it premiered at um, TIFF at the Toronto International Film Festival. Mm -hmm. And I saw the movie and I thought she was absolutely brilliant and everybody else kind of like in the, in the film critics world, they were talking about Nicole Kidman and they were talking about Kristen Stewart and, you know, they were talking about everybody else, but Jessica Chastain. Yeah. I was like, 
this girl deserves an Oscar for this performance because I'm very familiar with um, Tammy Faye Baker and um, Jimmy Baker. Like the 700 Club um, is mm-hmm. in Virginia Beach, which is where I live. So I'm, I'm very familiar with that whole like situation. I remember watching the, them on TV back in the day. I mean, you're too young to remember Ryan, but I, <laughs> I remember them back in the day. So yeah. when I saw the movie and like the way she embodied Tammy Faye Baker, the way she like laughed and the way she spoke and her mannerisms and her cadence, it was perfect. Um, so I'm so glad that she won that Oscar because she did a damn good job. So, yeah, and I want to give her a shout out because it was filmed in North Carolina. So yeah, I want to give her a shout out on that too. So yeah, I got to go check it out. I haven't seen it. It is so good. And then another shout out to Coda. That movie oh, was my yeah. favorite movie during mm-hmm. Sundance. So I saw that at Sundance last year. And out of all the movies I saw, and I saw a lot, that was my favorite. And I'm so happy for everybody that was a part of the CODA team and also shout out to Apple TV plus who was killing it right now in the, in the streaming game. Um, you know, they're, they're coming after Netflix's neck. Um, <laughs> but I, I just thought that CODA was a beautiful film. I loved it. It was funny, great story, great performances. And um, to, to Choi Kotzer, who is the second actor, second deaf actor to win an Academy Award, um, which, you know, ironically, he co-starred with the first actor to win, which is Marley Matlin. Uh, absolutely amazing, amazing film. So, yeah, yeah, that, I, I was very excited to see those wins on Oscar night. Yeah, I, I'm so behind you guys. Like, I need to make my list, like, right now. Um, you know, Dune was getting cinematography and sound. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, I need to catch up on all these films. But, yeah, it was so many cool, so many cool winners. Um, things they pointed out, like 60 Years of Bond, that was cool. Um, but, yeah, they they had a lot of moments that were kind of, you know, were overshadowed by the slap. But, you know, hopefully, hopefully as the day continues to go on, people will, people will post on, like, you know, Twitter. I know Black Girl Nurse has, like, a ton for you guys. If you guys want to catch up and see, like, all the details, check out, you know, Jamie's hard work of live tweeting. Her fingers were working for you guys. Go and check out, like, our Twitter pages, Instagram, um, and just see, like, some of these other, like, highlights of the show. Um, and and um, Encanto got Best Animated Film. Uh, so check that out yeah check that out and also check out flea it didn't win but damn it's a good movie um that was a nominee for best animated film and that was just really good so just check that out uh also uh shout out to ariana debose who who won for um you know she's afro latina she's queer uh so it's just great to see her win in that category after Rita Moreno also won in that category for West Side Story for the same role. Um, so yeah, I I like I, I I'm loving the fact that she won. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that's another North Carolina connection. I'm slipping, y'all. I need to go catch up on some of these films. But um, <laughs> it was it was it, like I was just sitting there in awe. Like I was just taking in. Like I was just like, man, I haven't seen this. I haven't seen that. Like you know, you just see the list of like films. Um, but now you want to kind of check out and see what everybody's talking about. But a lot uh, of a lot of the movies are good. There's I will say this. There's there's a significant amount of movies that aren't good, in my opinion. It's yeah, my opinion that. Right. That yeah. That good that are nominees. And I'm just like, why did this movie get nominated? 
Um, and then I think of movies like The Heart of They Fall that I mm. think should have gotten nominated. Yeah. Yeah. There's a number of movies that should have gotten nominated that didn't. And then there's no movies that, like, for example, Don't Look Up. I don't understand. Why Why is this a Best Picture nominee? <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah, that was why? a, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I, I haven't seen, yeah, like The Power of the Dog, I haven't seen, but that thing was sweeping everything up. Like, I have not seen that film, so I don't <laughs> know. But it was just sweeping everything. I was like, well, okay, all right. Yeah, Jane Campion's a favorite. She's a favorite. This is her second Oscar. Um, mm-hmm. And her film, The Piano, which is actually very good. I didn't really care for The Power of the Dog. It, it's a little bit of a slow burn for my taste. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and her movies actually kind of have that pacing. The Piano was like that, but I don't know. The Piano is way, way better. Um, mm. But yeah, I... Yeah, the power of the dog just but Netflix, they they put in some work campaigning hard for that. They that's they, must that's what it, they do say, yeah, they do say that's a lot of the Oscar tie-in. There's like the campaign, like how much you're putting behind yeah. the movie, oh, the yeah. word that you're spreading. Yeah, they do say that's a lot behind of like their decisions because I don't know. Oh, it yeah. didn't it didn't seem like my feel, the power of the dog, but I was like, well, maybe I need to like because that's I guess that's how they get you too, because it's like they win like almost all the categories almost are like nominated for everything. And you're like, well, am I am I the one missing out? Like, I haven't seen this film. Like, what's going on? Did you see Dune? I have not seen Dune, which is so bad. And I'm mad. I heard, like, I was listening to the red carpet and they were like, somebody was like, Zendaya's only in there for like seven minutes. I was like, what? That's yeah, my whole reason not, for going to watch it. I know. She's not really in the movie that long. She's not <laughs> in the movie that long. I but mean, yeah, y'all, I, I am slipping. I'm long. slipping on my watch, on my watch list. Yeah, yeah. You got You got to keep up with some of these movies. I mean it's yeah yeah we we should probably do a show one day on the kind of movies that they pick when it comes to like oh yeah that'd be cool yeah and all that because there's a lot of movies that I because you know I cover a lot of film festivals throughout the year which is what allows movies and also I'm a part of uh critics organizations so I get Mm -hmm. screeners and stuff and there's just like a lot of movies that deserve um to be noted um to be a recognize oh by the way before we wrap up because we got to talk about this because black girl nerds what did you think about the fan category with the oscars like the oh yeah the little like i thought that was cool like i i didn't understand why the flat like the the justice league the fat the flash moment not the justice league sorry yeah was that the was that the justice league moment yeah yeah. it was was spider's justice yeah Yeah. i don't know why that was number one now of course i love the avengers assemble that was like one of my favorite moments ever i love that one yeah i i was like who did the voting on these did they just get a whole (laughs) bunch of like zach schneider fans that's what i think and then the number one moment was army of the dead on and i don't remember i was like what i don't remember what the what was the vote on that one i couldn't remember I yeah like, i can't remember either yeah i was just surprised it was yeah i think i was just shocked it was in there i was like what <laughs> I was like, these are some really whack moments <laughs> seriously though yeah seriously i was like you gotta be kidding me but yeah i my only favorite one was like just hearing the avengers assemble because i just missed that world that phase of marvel but other than that i was like okay. yeah and like i i liked the the moment where we saw the three peter parkers like that was a yeah cool that's moment. cool yeah that's cool yeah 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 uh, you gotta have the peter parkers those- yeah, some of them other moments that they were picking, I was just like, um, okay. yeah, I think they try to do something different. I don't know if that was like, uh, I don't know if that's part of like Will Park, like, you know, all these different people coming in, like trying to do something different just next time, like, you know, mix up who's voting on it. Maybe do that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe I don't know how they were getting the votes. Yeah. 
I, I need to figure out how are y'all doing the surveying? Like, again, are, are you just polling a very small sample of fans? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Because it was very odd moments. Like, the way the numbers fell, it was like some very weird moments in there. You're like, mm, was that really like, because I saw, I think the very first one I remember, like, when the one I was talking about with the Avengers, the fr- like, I think five was like the Matrix where he was like dodging the bullets and stuff. Like, it, it's like it reeled you in like it was going to be good. And then as they kept going, it just had like just one or two where you're like, okay, okay. Like you said, the Spider-Man moment, but it was just like, after that, it was like, "Mm, okay, I I don't know who's voting on this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really? I didn't even know that many people saw that movie. (laughs) Right. Exactly. You're like, oh, wait, a whole bunch of people watched that movie? Like, what? Yeah. Like, why, why wasn't the Batman in there? You know? Yeah. Like, like, seriously. Yeah. Like, it it was weird. It was that. I don't know who they had voting on this stuff. It was weird. Very weird. Anyway. Well, yeah, um, I, I, I thought the Oscars was great. Uh, you know, it, it was a very weird night. <laughs> it was yep. it was a fun it was a fun night for tweeting. That's for sure, because it, mm-hmm. it got everybody talking. But, um, you know, I think uh, it people just have to chill out. You know, when, yeah. when things happen and, you know, your opinions are a certain way, it's okay to listen to people's opinions that are different than your own. That's, I think if anything to take away from this episode is, you know, it's okay to listen to other people's opinions that are in contrast to your own and just acknowledge it. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to debate it. Just be like, okay, you know, I respectfully disagree or, you know, maybe I didn't see that, you know, perspective before. Uh, but let's not get so easily upset when things aren't going in our way. Like, I just, I don't understand that. Yeah. And that, but you know, that leads into keeping the conversation open, which we always tell you guys, like, we're not just, it's not a one-way street. We want to know what you guys think. Um, you know, majority of the time we're doing this so we can hear what you guys think. Cause we had to get our reactions out there, seeing all these headlines take over. Um, you know, with Will Smith and Chris Rock and, you know, like we always say BGN is like all like Instagram, Twitter, or what, check out our website. Let us know, like give us comments. Let us know what you think. Um, hopefully you're doing better than me with your watch list and know some of these films. Uh, let us know what you think about too. Like, if, you know, people, the ones that got snubbed, um, ones you were shocked that won, um, you know, did you predict everything like Jamie, you know, when you're on the money. So yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, let us know. I know, yeah. I know. Jamie should have placed bets. Yeah, you guys got to get that Oscar bet going. But yeah, we got to do an episode where we kind of like because I did, I did very horrible on my watch list. So we need to do an episode like next, like or next award season where it's like uh, we we try to check out these movies for you guys and kind of give our like little reactions and play by blaze on some of these movies. So where we have more research because Jamie was ready. She got her bets in. She was good to go. Mm-hmm. So we got to make sure we got all the research for the next one. I got to I got to catch up. But yeah, guys, just, yeah, just keep an open mind. Like we said, we love um, chatting here. You guys reaction. So share with us what you think. Um, yeah. And just, you know, stay safe. Thanks for listening as always. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Broadnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify.